Welcome. It's good to have you here today. I've just been looking forward, amen, to this time that we get to share with each other here on Kingdom Concepts. I'm in the studio again with my dear friend, amen, James Randolph, amen. amen. Uh, it's been good, brother. It's been rich. I've been loving this, and I'm telling you, you are in for a very special treat today because we're going to be talking about uh, a subject matter that's very close to my heart, and that has to do with your mentors, your spiritual fathers, amen. Mm -hmm. Everybody should have someone, amen, uh, in their life, someone that God has anointed, amen, uh, to be a voice in your life, amen. So today I just I'm praying that God will use us to bring some understanding and some help to to you, amen, that are a part of this. And I just want to say this, grab your Bible, grab a notebook. You're going to want to take notes. This, these are foundational things that are going to help you become the best version of you, yeah. amen, that God wants you to be. And if you haven't already, amen, and you've been enjoying Kingdom Concepts, please uh, like and subscribe, amen, to this channel. Every Monday we put out a new episode, amen, it'll be delivered to you. And man, God will use this to build you up and to cause you to become who he created you to be. Amen? Amen. Well, I, I'm, I'm ready to jump right into this. And uh, man, let's just start with the scripture. How about we, we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and uh, we're going to read verses 14 through 16. We were talking about this uh, in between uh, the last episodes. Yeah. It, to where I want to add this as he's going there, that if, uh, if you haven't already, you can go back and check out the last two episodes. I'm telling you, we've been just tearing it up, amen, uh, for the good. glory of God amen, <laughs> in this amen. studio. And so I uh, want you to be able to enjoy those episodes, amen. But right here in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse uh, 14 through 16, you know, I'll read this first in the King James and then I'll I want you to read it in the Passion Translation. Yes, sir. It says this. It says, I write not these things. This is Apostle Paul writing to the Church of Corinth. I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you, for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, you have not many fathers. Hmm. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore, I beseech you, be ye followers of me." What does it say in the Passion Translation? Oh, this is powerful. It says, I'm not, writing to, uh, write, I'm not writing this to embarrass you or to shame you, uh, but to correct you as children I love. For although you have countless babysitters in Christ telling you what you're doing wrong, you don't have many fathers who correct you in love. But I am a true father to you. Uh, for I became your father when I gave you the gospel and brought you into union with Jesus, the Anointed One. Mm. So I encourage you, my dear children, to follow the example that I live before you. That's powerful. I, I, I love that portion of Scripture because it's so true. You, you always have people um, in your life that will come along and uh, they'll teach you something that they learned and, um, uh, and, and vice versa. And God will use you to teach people things. You know, you'll have a lot of instructors, a lot of people that can help you, uh, you know, along your path, you know, as you're, as you're growing in Christ. But when it comes to spiritual fathers, you mm -hmm. know, how important is it for someone to allow the Lord to, to bring that person and to connect with them? Because uh, a spiritual father isn't somebody that you choose. No. It's, it's one of those divine connections yes. that God establishes. How, how important is it for people to be open to seeking or, you know, inquiring of the Lord about that spiritual father? Well, I, I think it's um, life it's the detriment of life, you know, it's, it's very vital. Um, Dr. Barclay became my pastor through a book, mm. literally. Um, it's called Preacher of Righteousness. Mm -hmm. I read it when I was incarcerated. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, really, is there somebody like this? 
you know, is there somebody this powerful? Um, but it was the divine connection through through the writings that I grabbed a hold of, and I and I didn't know I didn't know what a spiritual father was. Yeah, you know, I didn't know what a mentor was. I didn't know what a pastor was really. Mm -hmm. And so, but God made a divine connection through a revelation that I got in a book. Wow. And so from that, um, four years, five years down the road, you know, I finally started in my discipleship process and my conversion, I should say, and then into discipleship, I learned that how vital it was to have a father in the faith. Amen. And then I heard loudly and audibly through the word of God, through the writings of Paul, through the teachings, through the scriptures we just read, yeah. that that revelation came more prominent in my life. And as I got closer um, to my release from incarceration, as uh, part of my testimony, uh, God led me to set under the man of God. And the Lord audibly spoke to me and said, you're to go to Midland, Michigan, and you're to set under this man. He's going to father you from the pulpit. Mm. From the pulpit. Come on. So the pastoral gift is what? For the perfecting of the saints, for the building up of, for the edifying yeah. of. Um, I didn't realize and understand the the, the really the in-depth concept of this until I got there. Mm. And then I got in my seat and I got setting there in the in the sanctuary. And so many times through my walk of, um, you know, w whether it's it's just carnal situations or spiritual situations, I would go to the man of God mm -hmm. thinking that because he's now my father-in-law that I could get natural advice, which I can. I have that luxury and that liberty, but yeah. the Lord would... Sometimes I'd hear the voice of God saying, <clears throat> excuse me, son, remember what I told you? <laughs> I told you to get your butt back in the chair mm -hmm. and set, and you pull from the gift of the pastor, and I will father you through that man of God into your life. And so I didn't understand that. And so it took walking this out and developing this, and it's called you know, your free will, we talked a lot yeah. about that, and, and giving yourself to the connection to the relationship of the pastor mm. for the perfecting of the saints, for the building up of, and so that's helped me drastically. Yeah, me too, you know, and I, uh, I I thank God for it because, you know, when 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 I got saved, man, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm born again, but man, I'm like a boat that's floating in the ocean with no oars, and I thank God that he put me into the, the right man of God at the right time, and, and, and you know, I, I can, I'm listening to what you're sharing, and I'm going, man, Lord, that is so true. Because a lot of people, they have this misconception. A lot of Christians, you know, when it comes to a spiritual father or mother, you know, spiritual parents in the faith, you know, so many people, they think that that means, oh, we're going to be hanging out now all the, all the time. Yeah. And it's like God showed me that the connections that he's established, those divine connections, it's about me putting a draw on, on them. What, they're anointed for me, and yeah. it's it's up to me to put myself in a position to where I'm feeding off of the gift that God has given to me. And mm. I liken it to, um, I think it's First uh, Kings chapter 18, you know, uh, where I might be off there, haven't had enough coffee yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when the Lord, you know, commands the prophet, uh, you know, there's a famine in the land and the Lord commanded him to go to a certain brook. And he mm. says, there, I'm going to sustain you. And every one of us, we That's have a good. certain brook, a place where God has ordained for us to be able to be nurtured and for us to be fed and developed. And um, I thank the Lord because early on, because um, I didn't understand, you know, church lingo, spiritual fathers, like yeah. I said, barely understood what a pastor was. But I remember going to Phoenix First Assembly, to, uh, you know, Tommy Barnett's church. Mm -hmm. And I remember this lady got up 
And this church has 25,000 people on a Sunday. It's wow. massive. It's like three stories high on the inside. Wow. Just amazing ministry. And she said this, she said, Tommy Barnett, she was just going on and on just about what an amazing pastor he was. She said, you know what? She goes, I have, she goes, I've been going to this church, she said, for, for six years. She goes, and I've never personally met him, she said, but my pastor is my best friend. Wow. I mean, it, and it was because she connected. Yeah. You know, and I think that sometimes, you know, we don't always understand that it's, it's us pursuing. And, and a lot of that discipleship that I've experienced was through me sitting under, you know, the person or the persons. Yeah that got anointed for me. And don't you think that she meant the, the best friend issue was that, that, that God made that divine connection? Yeah. Because, you know, I, I find a lot of people in the kingdom of God, and I see a lot of pastors doing this with Dr. Barclay, they, they, um, they don't wear, we, we talked earlier about wearing different hats, and mm -hmm. so they, they, behind the scenes, so to speak, when you're not out in public, when you're not on the, the limelight of, of the action of everything, I mm -hmm. guess, I, I guess that's the only way to put it without getting into explanation. But, yeah. you know, he's my father-in-law. Mm. And um, I wear the hats properly in the aspect of I, I don't want the familiarity to set in. I don't want to be so familiar with my pastor that he's my bud. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, he, obviously he did a great job on establishing a Bible school that teaches the practicalities. And I think that it's a very, uh, it's a called the Supernatural Ministry Training Institute. And it's a, you know, kind of a plug there for people. That's, that, oh, it's that gives amazing. You, that mean, gives you the foundation sure. um, to go and to become and, to, uh, you know, to, to recognize um, and to keep that, that um, strength going, that flow going. Because, you know, there's many a times where I've gotten so familiar and and I have a check light go off, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, when you're flying in an airplane, I'm not a pilot, yeah. but I, we have pilots, and I'm friends with a lot of yes. them. And so when lights and bells and whistles go off, they're for a reason, <laughs> you know. They're, you know, you don't just ignore those. Yes. Uh, when you're flying at twenty five thousand feet and it beep 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 beep, yeah. and the lights flash, and you don't say, Ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to worry about it. I'll fix that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. No, you work. You give attention to it today. And so, I have checks and balances in my life through the Word of God that. That I don't want to. I don't want to mess up our relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to keep this dude pure and clean, and mm -hmm. let alone my pastor. Yes, you know he's the leader in my life, and and he's given me access to, back in the day to John Osteen. He's given me access to uh, Dr. Roy Hicks and and George Evans, and mm -hmm. and uh, man, I can go on. Dr. Hilton Sutton and and Lester Summerall. You know, I have an access. It was because of my relationship with my pastor. Yes. I mean, the very fact that I'm sitting here with you is because of a relationship with yeah. my pastor. He's not just my father-in-law. He's mm -hmm. my pastor. He was my pastor before mm -hmm. he was anything. And so keeping that 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 groove there, keeping that, uh, and I don't want to get too slangy, but, you know, keeping that groove and then keeping that, that's on this part of the straight and narrow for yes. me. That's where the fire, the passion is for me because... Then when I'm sitting in the congregation and my pastor's preaching a message, I'm not so familiar with it that I'm not getting it. It's not yes. bouncing off my forehead. It's depositing it in my heart. It's getting downloaded. Yeah. I need that download. And, you know, and, it, and it's, it's so vital because, you know, I've seen, I've seen so many people. I mean, I am a spiritual son, but at the same time, you know, God's brought me to a place, especially in the last 20 years where I've become a spiritual father, you know, to a, to a lot of people around the world. And, um, and there's a responsibility that comes with that. But I, I've, I've seen folks, you know, uh, you know, they understand the, 
the concept properly and I've seen people misunderstand it to where I know some, some people, they, they just want to name drop. It's like they want that connection with, you know, uh, Dr. Seville or Dr. Barclay yeah. uh, so they can drop names, you know, oh, my spiritual father is yeah, so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. And yet uh, you'll find out that they will pull and draw and try to grab everything they can from those leaders. It's like, uh, you know, uh, and I'm not just talking about the word. I'm talking about, man, they'll, they'll come along. They want finances. They basically, yeah. they want, you, you know, they want the father to build their ministry, support their ministry, <laughs> give them a quick, yeah. you know, all these things. Um, they want everything but uh, them, you know, as far as they, they want the benefits of what they can get out of that mm. relationship, not what they can put into it. Mm. And when you're a partner with somebody, especially in something as holy as, you know, a spiritual father and mother, you know, a divine connection, wow. you know, my number one responsibility with the people that I'm connected with is I'm going to do everything I can in my power in, in this relationship to make sure that you're a success. Mm. That's what my ambition is. And I, and I think that that's something that is so important for people to understand. It's not about what you can take out of the relationship. So it's about what you can invest. Mm. And, uh, you know, not to go on a tangent myself here, because like this is such good. a very powerful portion, you know, of, of my life is whom I'm connected with. But it's what God showed me is that you're going to have people that will always have something to say. And we thank God for, for people's investments. But with with a father relationship and a spiritual mother relationship, there's a value that you have to maintain. Yes. You know, and, and you talked about the bells and the whistles going off. For me, God had to show me that uh, I, have to, I have to keep that relationship precious because when God connected me with Dr. Seville, it was like taking a kink out of a water hose. Yeah. Immediately blessings began to flow in my yeah. life. And you what was operating it. in him came yeah. on me. And, um, and I've learned that you have to protect what is precious because if you don't, when you allow what's precious to become common, mm. you know, then you're no longer reading those books. You're That's no well longer, said. you know, paying the price to get to those services to hear yeah. the word. You know, it becomes common. And once it becomes common, you know, uh, then there's no, there's no value. Yeah. And you're not, you're, then all of a sudden you're going to be going, well, I'm not being fed. That's good. And it's like, well, what changed? You know, you were, you were your source. And so... I mean, have you ever experienced any of those kind of things in ministry where people have, they're, they're more of a taker than a giver? And oh, it's, it's, it's almost heart-wrenching because in what I do in the, the platform that Dr. Barclay yeah, has and share a little bit about that so people understand. Um, Dr. Barclay has a ministry, ministerial organization that's based on relationship, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of the go-between guy, oversight, and, and the encourager of many. But that's that's my gift. That's what I do. The Righteous Preachers Network. Yes, sir. Very and, powerful. And it is um, because those who connect are righteous preachers. Mm -hmm. And you find a lot of people connect and they think that they get plugged in. And this has been over the years. And, you know, we don't get this massive amount of network followers because mm -hmm. there's very few and far and in between people that want to stay on the righteous path. Because they're, they're mostly you find out they're takers. They always want to connect and they always want Doc to run their ministry for him. They mm -hmm. want him to pastor their churches for yeah. him. And and uh, he's not about that. He's busy doing what he's called to do, and I'm busy doing what I'm called to do, so I can't pastor your church because I'm not called to pastor. Come on. <laughs> and so, um, you know, in that familiarity, if, and I, I've been challenging people, I'd like to interject this. I've been yeah. challenging pastors and ministers, um, and Dr. Barkley, I've heard this from my pastor, that is, stop listening to many voices. There's so many, there's so many people that they feed off of so many, if, if Dr. Barkley's my pastor, 
why do I got to go listen to somebody else that he's not approved of or mm -hmm. that he don't know about or uh, the so and brother so-and-so on the radio or sister so-and-so yeah. on a CD that somebody was encouraged to give me? Mm -hmm. And don't you think that the devil's going to use somebody? He can't come up and knock on your forehead and say, uh, Dr. Bolger, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deceive you today. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deceive you with this and that. He can't do that. He's got to bring somebody into your life that you trust. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it David that said that? He said, it wasn't my enemies that I was concerned about. Oh, it, come was on. My, it was my friends yeah. that I trusted. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you got to you got to protect the anointing. You got to barricade. You got to put blocks around you. And, and it's sometimes lonely. You know, and, yeah. and I think I really think that it's imperative in the hour that we live in to make sure that you're not only feeding off the word of God, but you're plugged into your pastor, the gift of your pastor, and shut down all the other voices, all the other avenues that are sowing into or coming out of, and and making sure that your your finances are right, making sure these things are imperative for the hour to keep you on the straight and narrow. Yes, because there's going to be far few and in between. There's going to be people that are getting off to the left. We're seeing it. Yeah. Oh, right we're nowadays. seeing it so much, and it's. It's, it's, you know, what has my heart gripped so much, especially in this day and age, is, you know, uh, over in um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, and this is something I've been meditating on for a while. This is good. And I encourage those of you, amen, that are watching, man, go back and do some homework. Um, you know, 2 Timothy chapter 3, um, verses 1 through 9, I would say read all of that. But I want to focus here on... Um, on the first few verses at the beginning, it says, but understand this, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. We're here. The Amplified mm -hmm. Bible says, yeah, we are definitely there. It says, in the Amplified, it says that, you know, times of, perilous times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Mm. And it talks about how people are going to be more focused on themselves, lovers of themselves more than lovers of God, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Talks about them, you know, coming to a place to where, you know, uh, they're high-minded, you know, they're, they're traitors. That means you were for somebody and now you're against that yeah. somebody. And it talks about people having a form of godliness, but, you know, they deny the power thereof. It's like, it, 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 you got so many folks that are, have disconnected you know, uh, through world events like COVID, you know, we've seen so many people disconnect from churches. And one of the things that I noticed was that during that time, it's like we went through the pandemic, man, uh, without a hair on our head being singed or the smell of smoke. And it was because of what we had learned yeah. before pandemic Praise from God. our spiritual yeah. fathers and, and mothers in the Lord. And, but, uh, what I what I seen happen with with some people is because like some churches had to shut down, you know, uh, you know, because there wasn't a one size fits all, you know, like with us, the, um, like our our campus, you know, in Visalia, we don't own it, you know, yeah. and so we're working with another church organization, and we had to, you know, walk it out with them the particulars for us to be able to have service, you know, and, and we, we opened illegally, you know, um, but we did it, you know, but we had to do it with an agreement with, with them. But this is what I noticed though, is that again, when relationships are valuable to you, you know, uh, and, and I hope you understand what, what I'm gonna say. You know, one of my observations was, at the beginning I seen so many people that you, they were, they were in a church, but they weren't for the church. Mm. They had a pastor, but just because someone, you know, is with you does not mean they're for you. Those folks disappeared like vapor. Yeah. But one of the things that I've been watching happen since then is that, you know, there were people that, you know, even though like when COVID happened, 
man, I, I started preaching every day. I would do Bible studies, you know, uh, my lunch break Bible studies. Yeah. And I was going like two hours every day at the beginning. I mean, I'd just keep going to, you know, whoever wanted to listen. Yeah. And, I, and I did that for months and months. You know, I, I figured, man, if we can't be gathering together, I'm going to give people as much as I can. Most folks were stuck at home. It's like, well, man, let's yeah. let's use this time wisely. And, and I used it to not only invest, but I also used it to glean from my pastor. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm taking in more. I'm reading more. Yeah. I'm studying more. But I've seen so many people that started doing what I call rubbernecking, mm -hmm. you know, to where you have different churches and things, different ministries. It's not yeah. to say that, you know, you can only feed from your pastor, but... Man, there's a lot of voices out there that'll mess you up, oh, man, if yeah. you start, you know, drifting. But I've seen a lot of people that would start going to any church that was open. And you know, one of my observations has been is that I would say nine out of ten people that I know did that. You know, I'm talking about people that love us, people that have been strongly connected with yeah. us, people that I'm a father to in the yeah. faith, and my wife's a mother to in the faith. I'd say nine out of ten people that did that have left our church. Wow. You know, they, they started entertaining something else. And this is the thing is they left ours and they went to those places, you know. And it's like, because again, that value changed. Because when you're connected to people, it's like this. I can be faithful to everybody. I can be yeah. faithful to be your brother. I can be faithful to support a meeting that you're doing. But I can only be loyal to one. Mm. On Sunday, I, I can... I'm going to be at my pastor's church. Yeah. I'm going to be listening to my shepherd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, can, I can be faithful to other people's things, but I'm going to be loyal to mine. And, and uh, I mean, in this day that we're living in, how important is it for folks to not just have a connection, but to strengthen that connection? It's, it's vital. I mean, you look at, Dr. Barkley wrote a book years ago, and it's called Sheep, Goats, and Wolves. I love that book. And listen, we, I mean, it's, we're living, we're at the front edge of gross darkness is coming. Oh, you know, we, we, we're thinking this pandemic was huge and we, we kind of, you know, got a revelation of where people are at. And I'm quoting Dr. Uh, Evans, who is in heaven now, but he used to tell pastors all the time, pastoring is like driving a bus. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to get on, some people are going to get off. Mm -hmm. Your responsibility as a pastor is to keep driving the bus. Mm -hmm. And your faithfulness and your consistency, you said it so many times. And that's what's, these practicalities are what's proving to be the strength right now because pastors get disheartened and there's so many that I deal with on a daily basis and trying to encourage them that their congregations go from, you know, 500 down to 60 because mm -hmm. you went through a pandemic and people don't come back. Mm -hmm. Well, we're getting ready to, you know, you're getting ready to get an onslaught mm -hmm. of garbage that is coming down the pipe with, with all the stuff that is being leashed on this country and oh. the dissipating. And we're not of this world. We don't belong in this come world. On, we're ambassadors and we should be enjoying our ambassador rights. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're enjoying your covenant rights, none of this should affect you. Mm -hmm. None of it. And yes, we live in this world, but we're not of this world. And we do have to work out the feelings and emotions. But what happens when you come down to the, the reality is we're going to have to be faced with, um, you're going to either leave your mother, father, brother, sister, husband, wife, come on, because you're going to be faced with it. Mm -hmm. Either you're going to stand on the word of God and you're going to trust the word of God and you're going to walk by faith or you're not. Yeah. And that's the black and white that we've been talking about. Them are the choices that the free will has to be given to, because if you're not, if you're going to be allowing emotions and feelings to dictate, then mm -hmm. you're going to be sucked into all this. And, and having that, that rock solid relationship with my pastor, 
not me and him being buddies, yeah. but me and him having a supernatural connection that when I'm in, when he's in the pulpit or when mm -hmm. he's teaching or I'm feeding off his teachings, I'm locked in. I got my notebook come on, out. Come on. I, I got USBs plugged in my vehicle and I'm yeah, driving down I know the road. You do. <laughs> my pastors are going all the time. It's resonating. Um, anytime that I'm listening to something, it's uh, going back and looking at the prophecy previews and looking because I trust my pastor because he's on course because he's a preacher of righteousness, yes. like yourself. You mm -hmm. stand for righteousness. You stand for the Word of God. You're preaching the Word of God. You're doing nothing but walking in love, trying to help people navigate through these dark times yes. to, to get to where we're. What is our end result? What mm -hmm. is our end goal? Mm -hmm. Make it to heaven. Mm -hmm. We don't belong here, but we can enjoy your benefit, your your, your spiritual benefits while we're here right yes. now. And, and a spiritual father and mother, I mean, your mentor, those people, you know, that God's anointed, you know, to be those voices in mm -hmm. your life, they're anointed for us. Yeah. You know, and, and what I've learned is that in the midst of all this chaos, it's like those are the ones, amen, that are that, that spiritual compass that help point your life in the right direction to yeah. where you're not just going to survive what's going on. You're going to thrive in what's Ooh. going on. And, and it's so vital right now. I just want to say this, that if, if you're, if you're, you know, you've been in listening to this program, watching this program, I'm telling you, I cannot stress to you how important it is for you to pray and seek the Lord for Amen. God to bring about that divine connection. Because, um, you know, the Bible says that, you know, that when we're without fathers, amen, it says that, you know, if we're out without correction, because yeah. that's what they'll do, they'll help correct you. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Bible says we're, we're bastards, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of spiritual bastards, yes, you know, uh, people that have no, no kind of covering. Yeah. And it's a dangerous place to be in, especially in this world. And so my prayer for you is that God will reveal to you, man, who is that, who is that person or persons yeah. That, that, that are anointed by God to help you out because God wants to sustain you. He wants you to become all that you can be. And I'll say this, it will not happen you alone. Amen. Everyone should have a, a, a mentor, a pastor. And it might not necessarily be the pastor of your church. Sometimes, you know, you have yeah. fathers, you know, I've yeah. had relationships that have morphed into it, like Dr. Barclay. Yeah. You know, your yeah. pastor, uh, he's always been a, a, me and him have a great friendship. And I've watched it turn into something much more to where he is a father in the Amen. faith to me Amen. as well. And so I pray for you guys, man. Thank you so much, James. Thanks for, James, having for me. This has been great. Oh, it, it's been awesome. We'll definitely have to do this again. Amen. If you've been enjoying this, please let us know. Amen. Leave a comment. Amen. Let us know how this has been blessing you. Yeah. Uh, also, amen. You definitely want to find out more about what. Minister James is doing. The Righteous Preachers Network, amen, is amazing. Uh, what's the website for Dr. Barclay's ministry? It'd be marktbarclay.com. You can just go there and check it out, and you can navigate through the whole his whole website right there. Lots Everything. of great resources, yeah. amen, and you can connect, amen. Seek him out, amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today on Kingdom Concepts.